0: We've got a full weekend of NFL football heading your way. Cyrus Wittig here with you on ESPN West Palm tonight. And that's right, two games this evening and NFL preseason action all weekend long as we get a first look at the rookies and a lot of veterans playing in different cities. Here to talk about the NFL is our ESPN front office insider, former GM of the New York Jets, and the Miami Dolphins Mike Tannenbaum and Mike T before we talk about the action on the field we've got another case of some odd comments off of the field is you know last week we talked about the comments that Sean Payton new Denver Broncos head coach made not only about the former Broncos coach and now OC with the Jets Nathaniel Hackett but also the comments he made about the Broncos organization and leadership as a whole and we've got some more misplaced comments out of Washington now as this past week, head coach Ron Rivera uh, of the Commanders told the media that some of his players had expressed concern over the intensity of the team's new offensive coordinator, Eric Bieniemy, who of course came over from Kansas City after working for the Chiefs for, for the last 10 years or so. And again, yesterday, Rivera circled back and said, quote, I put my foot in my mouth, end quote, and that he did not want to portray his players as soft or as Eric Bieniemy as being too demanding. Mike T, we've talked again about Peyton and, and how the fact that, you know, some conversations are or, or should be kept in house, kept in the building. Is this one of those examples of, of a conversation of a an issue that should have been kept in house?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, Cyrus, there's a lot to unpack here. Eric is a great coach. He's been to uh, I think five championship games, two Super Bowl rings, and if things were good in Washington on offense, he wouldn't be there. And mm-hmm. if I was Ron Rivera and a player said that to me, I would question whether or not that player wanted to be great. Um, I don't think Andy Reid would be considered soft. Mike Tomlin, Pete Carroll, Bill Belichick um, to be great, yeah, get outside your comfort zone. So I think they're lucky to have Eric Bieniemy, and I think. They'll be better because of it. And training camp's not easy. If players are complaining, they may have the wrong players. I don't think they have the wrong coach.
0: Yeah, Mike T., I think you're absolutely right. And I think it goes back to one of the old sports cliches we hear. But those cliches often have a lot of truth to them. And one that I think of is is a quote that says, you know, average players want to be left alone. Good players want to be coached. Great players want to be coached the hardest. And when you think about guys like Tom Brady and, and guys in that stratosphere, they absolutely want to be coached with intensity and and be told the the truth and and how they can improve. So I I absolutely agree with you there. And furthermore, you know, along that point, Mike T, I've heard a lot of people say over the past couple of days in response to these quotes with Rivera and and Bienemy that you you can't get on players, you can't talk to players the way you used to, you can't treat players the way you did back in the day. You have to talk to them differently, treat them differently. For you, Mike Tia, as someone who's been in and around the NFL for three decades like you have, do you think that's the case or do you think that's overblown?
1: I think that's overblown. I think it's getting the right types of guys. Uh, I think what you just said, Cyrus, is uh, totally fair and appropriate, which is you want to get the right types of guys that do want to be coached, that want to get better, that want to be great. And um, I think it's up to you as an organization to make sure you're bringing in those right types of guys on the front end so you could avoid these distractions on the back end.
0: Again, here on ESPN West Palm tonight, talking about some of the comments made by Washington Commanders coach Ron Rivera about the intensity of his offensive coordinator, Eric Bieniemy, and, and now Rivera sort of walking back those quotes. And Mike T., just going back to Rivera, he's going into his fourth season with the Commanders. He's yet to put together a winning season in Washington even though they, they did make the playoffs and win the division with a seven and nine record in 2020. Mike T is this a make or break year for Rivera and the commanders, you know, does, does Rivera need to make the playoffs if he wants to return in Washington next year?
1: Yeah, especially when you have a new owner, um, all sort of like standards are going to be under scrutiny and his prior record, as you said, isn't very good. So absolutely. This is a hugely consequential year for him. And, uh, it is for a lot of people in an organization when, when you have a new owner.
0: Mike T., as we head into the first week of the NFL preseason, there are guys like Sam Howell who, who play for the Commanders, second-year guys, the second-year quarterbacks. Again, guys like Howell for the Commanders, guys like Jordan Love for the Packers, guys like Desmond Ritter for the Falcons. For those second-year guys, what do GMs, what do coaches want to see out of those players when they get their action in preseason games
1: yeah you know really like a command of the offense like you know do they really have a mastery level of the offense can they handle all the protections and you ask any young quarterback like that's their biggest challenge is understanding protections knowing you know where uh the blitzer is going to come you know what they know call is hot where they have to get rid of the ball because you don't have enough people protecting them, and that's something that really just comes with experience and game reps. And that's something that um, separates, you know, the the successful young quarterbacks versus the ones that candidly aren't ready. So um, that's why, like to me, like I wouldn't rush of these guys out there anytime soon. I would make sure that they were ready to go and, and, and really knew the offense at a at a really high level.
0: Talking NFL preseason action with ESPN front office insider Mike Tannenbaum, former GM of the Jets and of the Dolphins, and talking about expectations for some of these young quarterbacks. And again, Sam Howell for the Commanders, Jordan Love for the Packers, Desmond Ritter for the Falcons. All these guys play on Friday, but tonight we've got the Texans visiting the Patriots, and one of the storylines there will be C.J. Stroud, the second overall pick for the Houston Texans. And again, not, not sure how much we will see of Stroud, but what are the expectations for Stroud and for a guy like Bryce Young, for, for these rookie corner, quarterbacks? What are the expectations for them? What do their coaches want to see compared to, again, what GMs, what coaches want to see from those second-year guys?
1: Yeah, I think the standard should be different, you know, again, for Stroud. Like, this is, you know, this is his first job. You know, he's got to get to know his teammates, the playbook. Um, Like, to me, like, you just want to see progress. Get him in maybe 15, 20 plays, get him out. I think if Mac Jones plays, I think that's different. You know, this is a huge year for him. Mm -hmm. Last year didn't go well. A lot's been made about Bill O'Brien and what will this offense look like, and, um, that's why I do think the standards, if Mac Jones does play, um, is really different than C.J. Stroud.
0: Mike T., along the lines of those shifting standards, if you will, what are the standards, what are the expectations for a guy like Baker Mayfield, who is really, at this point, a veteran of the NFL? He's, he's been in the league for five, six years now. He's on, I believe, his third team with the Bucks, and He's trying to win a starting job, obviously competing with Kyle Trask. What do you want to see from from Baker? What do the Bucks want to see out of out of Baker Mayfield?
1: Yeah, I would say he's just got to go play good football. He's got to put points up on the board. Um, that 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 is, you know, like by far like the biggest difference. Like Baker's had, you know, let's face it, a very like up and down career. This may be his, you know, absolute like you know last opportunity. Mm-hmm to be, you know, a starter. So he's just got to go, like, this is the opposite of those other situations because he doesn't have the benefit of the doubt. He doesn't, like, if I'm him, like, I'm I'm going out there swinging. I'm (laughs) going to try to score as many points as I can because this could be my last chance to start.
0: Yeah, totally agree, Mike T. And and that's why I think Bucks steelers on Friday night could be one of the more intriguing matchups as, as far as Week 1 NFL preseason games go. We talked about second-year quarterbacks. The Steelers have one with, with Kenny Pickett, so that'll be interesting. And then, like you said, with Baker Mayfield, might be letting it rip and treating this more like Week 1 of the regular season. So definitely uh, some intriguing storylines there. Again, here on ESPN West Palm tonight, with our front office insider, Mike Tannenbaum, former GM of the New York Jets and the Miami Dolphins. And Mike, too, we always talk about the quarterbacks. They get the attention all year round, and we're, we're looking to see how they perform as they get their first taste of the NFL. But, but outside of quarterbacks, who are you most looking forward to watching as a lot of these rookies get their first taste of the NFL?
1: I want to see these running backs, B. John Robinson of Atlanta drafted by the University of Texas. I want to see, you know, Jameer Gibbs out of Alabama drafted in the first round by Detroit. Like, I think they're going to be dynamic Cyrus. I think they'll be used a lot out of the backfield. Um, the head coach at FAU is a guy named Tom Herman, who was the head coach at Texas. Mm-hmm. He uh, recruited Bijan and just talked about what a great receiver he is. So I'm really looking forward to seeing those guys play.
0: Again, the quarterbacks, the the top draft picks get the headlines especially in the preseason, but there are tons of guys fighting for their NFL livelihood. We've talked a lot about, you know, those those final cuts made as we get down to the last few guys on the on the 53-man roster. And Mike T, I'm curious, you know, how much does does game performance, you know, impact the the decision on those final guys? You know, if you're in class and the teacher says okay, 25% of your grade is going to be your daily work. 25% of your grade is going to be the midterm. 50% of your grade is going to be the final project. What percentage is, you know, game action, again, in that equation, so to speak?
1: Yeah, it just, you know, not all situations are the same. So it has to do with, um, you know, look, Jameer Gibbs may fumble or drop a pass. He's on the team. But, you know, other guys, they're going to have to play exceedingly well to either make the team or start. Like, you know, going back to Baker Mayfield, like, He could be a starter, he could be cut, you know, like some are going to be much more performance driven than others. So, you know, context is really important.
0: Again, talking NFL with our ESPN front office insider, Mike Tannenbaum here on ESPN West Palm tonight. And Mike T, I heard an astounding stat that over the last 20 years or 20 years in a row, I should say, there has been an NFL team that has gone from worst to first in their division, always a team with a major turnaround, and I would say, the the obvious nominee, I guess, for a, a potential turnaround and, and to make that you know twenty one years in a row going from the cellar to the top of the division is the New York Jets. So eliminating the Jets, who do you see Mike T as as having a big turnaround year? No, you know, going from a a six and eleven season to a ten and seven season, or, or just again, you know, kind of flipping the script.
1: Yeah, I guess Carolina. Um, don't know if they were totally in last, but technically, but um, I think Carolina has a chance, you know, if Bryce Young gets off to a good start, I think he's somebody that, you know, they, He, I think Carolina could play really good football this year because I think they'll be able to run the ball. Mm-hmm. I think Bryce Young's experience will help, and they have an outstanding defense, so I, I'm high on the Panthers.
0: Mike T., I know that it was a really cool moment, really cool couple of days, really, for you to see... Darrell Revis, who you drafted with the Jets being tried to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Obviously, you thought Darrell was special coming out of college. That's why you drafted him with your first round pick out of, uh, out of pit. But Mike T, when did you know that Darrell was going to be a special player in the NFL? You know, was it in preseason camp was it week one what what, was there one moment from early on in his career when you said okay this guy is going to be really special he's going to be a a a high level player at the nfl for for many many years to come
1: you know Cyrus, this is going to sound crazy it was the first practice like (laughs) day one rep one working minicamp he was just different he was wired differently he was built differently he competed differently um you know the thing about Darrell was he was even better at practice than he was at games. Like he hated to lose in anything. He was very very competitive. So um, it was a privilege to be around him every day. To draft him, trade up for him. Um, he was the backbone of a lot of great teams, um, and he was a special person. And I'm so glad he got the recognition that he deserved.
0: Mike, team. Most of the time, the guys who play great in practice will will play great in the games. Unfortunately, some guys sometimes will look great in practice and and not so great in games. But what about those guys? Or I should say, you know, did you have any experience or or who are some of those guys who never particularly looked all that great in practice, but, you know, somehow, some way when the lights came on, they just turned into a different sort of player?
1: Yeah, Ty Law comes to mind. Ty Law never looked great at practice, (laughs) but somehow the ball always seemed to find him. Yeah. You know, one year, I think he had like 10 interceptions for us and I felt like they were like rebounds off of missed foul shots. But Mm. somehow... You know, the ball found his way, and um, he was one of those guys that he was a great gamer. Um, not always at, uh, in as much a practice as it was uh, when the lights went on.
0: Love it, Mike T. Always interesting to hear those sorts of examples. And, and funny that you bring up Ty Law because obviously him and Darrell Rivas, two of the best guys to ever do it at the cornerback position. Mike T., as always, appreciate the time, appreciate the insight. I'll let you go, but enjoy a full slate of NFL preseason action, and I look forward to breaking things down when we talk again next Thursday. Thanks so much,
1: Cyrus. Looking forward to it.